The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen. Come on, you can do better than that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. For the shut-in with low standards and a high pain threshold. Tonight, SK welcomes... Edwin, Errol Flynn, Anthony Quinn, and W.C. Fields. And now, he's got a friend of the diamond business, S.K. Martin. Why did you change voices in the middle of it? <laughs> she did. I was trying to do He's got a diamond business, S.K. Martin. He's got a really big diamond business. I was trying to do the Tom Shane voice. Oh. Now he's got a friend of the diamond business. Yeah. Okay. Like that with a stuffed up nose. Okay, now here's the deal. I could redo we it. We don't need anyone getting artsy, all right? <laughs> you can just say, he's got a friend of the diamond business. We can go about our, bit, go about our lives. Okay, let me do it right now. And now he's got a friend in the diamond business, S.K. Morton. Yeah. That was perfect. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say this to you. Greetings, adoring throng. Welcome to episode 21. Bente Uno. Too many times is Wait, what is it is. Is it 21 episode or is many it times. Well, season it's, two, episode one? It's the first episode of the A second season, the 17th season after the fourth episode from the first season, two days before the day after tomorrow, and the second to last day of the first day of the rest of my life. That is very good. Yes, it's I S.K. Like Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast and Another Night in the Bomb Shelter. Look, it's a tradition to not be ready to go <laughs> when the show starts. Here. It, it wouldn't be the same if you were ready to go. I'm glad you don't have to do that twice. That voice you're hearing is not Squidge. It's Susie L. who has we were, who graciously did our opening intro for us. Or we you're could welcome. say it is Squidge, but <laughs> He's you know, it's a Kate, lot of it's things Caitlin Squidge. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a long summer for Squidge. <laughs> it's true, yeah. It's been a long summer. Yes. <laughs> I'll try I'll dude, Squidge I'll try summer. to do I'll try to do the surfer voice yeah. a little better. All right, so let me go around here. So Squidge is is um Jenner. I guess as as usual. He's not here like he is usual. Not here. Right, right. Back for another tour of duty as Coco host. The angsty side of my brain. Everybody, please give a big round of applause for KS Not Rom. Hey. Yeah. Okay, Woo. let's not get carried away. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now I want to say this. We, we have. <laughs> yeah, but that really loves. Yeah, okay. We love. Uh, we love. I wanted to say something seriously here oh, because here we, we had the lousy Palooza. And uh, someone wasn't able to be there with us. Who was that? It was you, my little friend, Aww. Shantuan Z. Shantuan? Uh, we want to we want to give another big round of applause for Shantuan Z. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. And now here's the thing: we were hoping to make that your big swan song because you have moved. I have. Yes. So you're no longer in the city with us. I am no longer part of the San Francisco fad. I would oh, have it's to a fad say. Now? Yeah, it's a fad. I see. Yeah, well, you're the one with the, with the man bun. Well, you know, that was just for you today. Oh, well, thank you. So, no, but the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because you're not going to be able to be with us every week now like you have been. Correct. And we didn't have a chance to have a big send-off for you. Correct. So what we've done for you tonight... It's money. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm I get go, a gift card. I go through my pocket. $200. Uh, we have uh, a going away cake-ish kind of thing for you okay we're going to have is cup- that the smashed up twinkie that's, i saw yeah. that's exactly <laughs> that cake. It. we very nice that's exactly we made it, half yes. a bag of ruffles <laughs> I, I just wanted to say that because we're going to miss you with your regular but you're still going to make it from time to time and i'm, I'm going to pop in yeah you'll pop in like that but we can't every now and then we can't we're not gonna be able to listen to you every week so that's yeah we're we're going to miss you a great deal yeah. and so we did get you some cupcakes all right this is the first episode of our new season and we're going to do some things differently this year to try to improve what we've got and i thought i'd go over it how we you're right we did waste all the fun we uh, did we did before at the, the, before, at the very beginning. beginning yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of gone now it is it's going to be another lame show okay ladies and gentlemen brace yourselves for another sk lousy podcast Lame show. Well, I kind of wanted to make the first thing about you, 
and about that's your, what's your, making it lame I, th- I think you're right yeah so yeah. let's just move on okay we're gonna move on you know, nobody cares i want to talk about some new stuff that's going on with sk morton what's going on not SK? me sk morton but the the, the SK. sk morton the sk right We've got two big things. Like, what do we the got? SK whose copyright you're infringing on. <laughs> Not you, SK. <laughs> the real uh, SK. Well, we've got the tour. We've got SK Morton's lousy San Francisco that's, walking that's tour. The biggest, that's the biggest thing SK's got. And we've got the podcast, so thank you very much. That's the little thing. Okay, that's the little thing. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. I want to make them more integrated. I want them both to grow together. Oh. So, step one. There's a big announcement coming up here. What is it? We're going to be spreading out our network here uh, to beyond just the website and being able to download from the skmorton.com. Really? We're going to be going to iTunes. iTunes. Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah. Sounds very hipster. Oh, it's very hipster. I'm going for the hipsters now. I've given in. I've given in because now... Yes. What if if they listen, though? They're going to hear everything you've been saying about them for a year. They won't know. They're they're stupid. They'll think it's ironic. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hipsters, everything we've said about you is ironic. So put it on a t-shirt. And buy some tickets. And also, have you heard of Patreon? Pedro? Patri- Pedro, yes. Have you heard of Pedro? Yeah, I've heard of Pedro. Okay, good. Vote yeah. for Pedro. Have Patreon. It's a website where you essentially beg for money. Oh, okay. Yes, you get patrons and people can pay uh, to listen to your show that it would be free on iTunes and uh, Stitcher and at my own website. But here's the deal. I, w- I heard about this a while. Indigo Java told me about this. Really? And he said, you might want to look into this. And people pay a little bit here and there. And they're not really paying to listen to the show. They're paying to be supportive, kind of like a- So contributions. Yeah, an NPR- um, Donation. Public television kind of a thing. Gotcha. Exactly. And and I'm like, well, what can I do with this? I can't ask people for money. So um, I was noticing some other podcasts I listened to. There's one, uh, CoasterRadio.com, I listen to a lot. And they started doing it. And the way they made it work was they would have goals to meet. And when they would meet those goals... Then stuff would happen. They would, uh, you know, have, they have they would have for them since their theme park. They would have a, a meet and greet at a particular theme park or stuff like that. And I thought maybe we could do. I've been thinking for a while about doing maybe an urban home companion episode where we have a whole big variety show going, a little bit like the Lousy Palooza was, but entertaining this time. And that could be, you know, so maybe maybe we rent a hall, bring people in, and the people who are the Patreon they can get in there for free. They've essentially paid for their tickets in advance by being patrons on the show. And, and then also, we've been collecting a lot of music, so maybe we can put together a CD for, of, of original tunes from the from the podcast. Very cool. Ringtones. Thank you, Susie L. Ringtones would be a great idea. Ringtones. Yeah. Fat Baby Toes Fat ringtones. Baby Toes I, You ringtones. know, I, I would download Fat Baby Toes <laughs> ringtones. <laughs> so these are the kind of things that we can put in as incentives. So I hadn't really thought about how to use Patreon, but now I think we can. So within the next couple of weeks, we're going to start putting the show up on Patreon and seeing if we can uh, drain some money out of some listeners that way. That Sound like a good idea? That sounds good. All right. So that we, there's a lot of new stuff that's coming up. We're going to try to make the show a little bit more uh, professional, frankly. Okay. How are, we, how are we doing so far? We're doing great, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Once we cut out the whole, yeah. you know. Well, it's been a good rehearsal. Ready to start with the music? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, here's someone with the podcast that I'm pretty excited about. I have been working not as hard as I should have, but I've worked enough to where we're going to have some local celebrities we've got already booked to come on and be on the show. I'm, I just saw a guy outside that looked like Willie Brown, that's, but wasn't <laughs> Willie Brown. Would he be a celebrity that you would like to get? Absolutely. Okay. Actually, could, could you go he, get him right now? He looked enough like Willie Brown that if we could just get a fedora. How do you know it wasn't Willie Brown? Because he didn't have a fedora or a pinky he, ring. I've been running into him, as a matter of fact, a couple times on the tour the last. Uh, Maybe last he's undercover because so. this guy was wearing a beanie. I don't. I don't see Willie Brown wearing Willie a, with beanie. a beanie. What about a do rag? I could see a do rag, but this this wasn't a do rag. It was a beanie. All right. Good. Anyway, uh, I was excited about that, but I'll tell you what we do have so far. We've got a radio personality. I won't give the name yet. We've got an author. Uh, it says local TV. Okay, it's the author and a local TV. It's a local TV. Well, it's an author who's been on local television. Is it Joseph Anthony? No. Really? Yeah. You know another author? Yeah, well, no. Oh, okay. But I got him to come. Cool. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm very excited. Later in the year, now December, maybe I should mention, we're going to do theme shows. 
whole show is about one subject. And December is going to be a theme month. Because, you know, we have our break at the end of December. So we're going to have three shows in December, all of them movie-based. Yeah. Yeah. And one of those weeks, we are going to have a movie producer. in the. Yeah, that's right. Steven Spielberg will be on the show. Tell all your wow. friends. Mm-hmm. All right. And so we yeah. talked about the theme shows. There's going to be one on tourism um, for the tourists can listen. And we'll have all sorts of tips. Do restaurants, saloons. We'll do one specifically for saloons in San Francisco, uh, music, art. And I also have a um, connection with a particular cable car driver we're going to get in here. Maybe a little Noah action, some more rapage. And uh, so far you look very excited about the whole yeah, situation. it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. You, you I, I, I wish we would have skipped this and just get directly to that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should. Keep going. Okay. Well, now I'm not excited anymore. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I hurt your feelings. You did. You did. Oh. You like, hey, kids, you like game shows? We like game shows. Well, how would you like to hear some radio game shows? If you like game shows that you can watch, imagine how stimulating it would be to just listen. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could revert the thing and go back to just listening to radio. Well, actually, Shantuan, I've spoken with your wife. Oh, you have? Yes. And Uh-oh. you Am will be a contestant on one of these game shows. Uh-oh. I'm in trouble. <laughs> does Does anyone in the room remember the show Tattletales with Burt Convy? I remember Burt Convy's hair. Yeah, he has great hair. The Tattletales was kind of like a newlywed game except for people who weren't newlywed. And... I enjoy the Tattletales, and I thought we could have one that is based in San Francisco, on San mm-hmm. Francisco stories. It'll be very entertaining, and we'll have a, a couple couples, so you and your wife have agreed to be contestants on the show. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm also looking in the in the direction of KS Notenrum over here. Is he, Since is... you've said nothing tonight. I'm trying not to over-talk you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the thing I'm yeah. most, most excited about old-timey radio shows i've been thinking about this since we started doing the podcast and i've got some material yeah no not when i lean away from the mic that means i don't have something to say <laughs> well i i keep getting the feeling like you want to whisper something to me like hey psst, buddy i'm right in your brain i can okay. just whisper it you in could there do if that <laughs> it hurts when you lean away is what i'm trying to oh. say it's like a migraine there's me i'm hitting hit your skull are we still recording? We're still good. Okay, uh, okay so we're going to have an old-timey radio show, and we're getting bringing in some new sponsors. Who are the sponsors? I can't tell you yet because they haven't paid me anything. However, I will say this. One, and this is another part, this is that integration of the podcast and the, the tour. One of those sponsors is going to be sponsoring SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Walking Tour Treasure Hunt. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Maybe that's the so, problem. Maybe the audience all thought they had to be quiet. So this treasure hunt, is it going to be like the excitement is you you have to do it without being stuck by a needle on the way down there? Well, sure. I mean, that goes with all good treasure hunts. Okay, that's cool. But this cool. hasn't even, he's, he's even, even more involved. Uh, what I'm going to be giving clues on the podcast. It's going to be, it's going to be, this is SK finding a way to get people to clean out his refrigerator. <laughs> He's calling it a treasure hunt. Treasure hunt. And it's going to be sponsored apparently by a firm who specializes in positive thinking and hoping for the best. <laughs> Look in the back of the refrigerator. It's there. I'm telling you. No, here's Just how it's going to be integrated. Are you ready for the integration? Let's hear it. Every week on the podcast, I'm going to give a clue. Okay. Now the clue on the podcast is not going to be as good a clue as the clue that supplements it on the tour oh see so simple yeah it's so simple <laughs> so <laughs> so you could with a lot of research and a lot of thought and a lot of hi- looking with just the clues you get on the podcast you could win the treasure hunt you okay however if would you, you recommend a person quits their job to invest in in this process <laughs> absolutely okay yes well, well, they I know what to... I'm getting myself into here. Yeah. <laughs> the, you didn't ask about the prize. What is that? You know, I thought you there's were going to get to that. because There's, there's going to be a prize. You're hunting this, for a it, treasure. Is the You're... non-existent sponsor paying for the prize? <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are. Wow. We're talking cold, hard, hard cash. cash. There's going to be cash for this treasure. Wow. <laughs> that deserves a clap. 
SK's giving away quarters, baby. <laughs> We're looking at either a twenty or a twenty-five dollar cash winner. So here's the catch: if it doesn't get found in that first month, we leave a clue at the location and then we move it. Isn't this gambling? How would it be gambling? You're not putting up any money. I don't know. I just want to see if you could defend your position. <laughs> <laughs> so after the end of one month, if it hasn't been found, you know, we'll keep accumulating. But now you'll need to find. You'll still need to find the first clue to get more clues to the next one, and they'll match, and it'll keep going on until it's found. And then we start over again. So it's not going to be like uh, something that's attached to like a chicken that somebody no. will let off no. on, the, on the bait No, it'll bridge. be in one place. The money won't okay. be there. It'll be a card, and the card will have a number on it. Oh. And on the podcast, I will give another code. So if someone just found this piece of paper and says, call this number with this code, they also have to have the other code number. So that will ensure that we're getting the podcast involved so, so essentially it's for very smart people no. and you're giving away 20 bucks so, <laughs> so you're going to take people that work in the financial district exactly and you're going to say look if you follow this time. code yes and you no, may no, no, get no, no, 20 no, no, bucks no. the code is on the card you a you, let's say it's behind a picture and you look behind a picture you pull there'll be a little it's envelope behind a picture right where's now. the <laughs> Now, where's this picture you're talking about located? Just follow his eyes. He can't stop looking at it. I know. He's glancing. <laughs> Maybe it's in a book. <laughs> no. You get the envelope. You open the envelope. There's a little card, and it has the number to call with the code. And then you, you know, I have the code. They call me. They give me the code. And I say, okay, well, what's the code that was from the, from the podcast? All they have to do is go back and listen to the podcast, and they get it. Boom. They, get, they win the money. It's a simple 14-step process. <laughs> <laughs> We're it's... talking 20 bucks here, man. You okay. don't just throw that around. Yeah. <laughs> Not when you're hurting. All right. Well, you know, when I was putting this whole thing together, I was much more excited about all of this. Yeah. But, no, it uh... sounds great. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, making 20 bucks on this show. <laughs> <laughs> that's more than I've made so far. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to start next week. So starting next week will be the first clue. and Chantoine's finally getting paid. And it will also be the uh, the rules. The, yeah. Why are you making that face? There's you, more know, rules? you know how difficult it is to try to keep things up when I look over <laughs> and you're going, like she just sat on an icicle. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> Next week's podcast. Oh. The beauty part is that the next week's podcast may not be produced for six or eight months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I may forget. It's so, so simple. <laughs> and no one's listening, so he can say anything he wants. I know. It's actually next a week, mi million dollars for everybody. Yeah, this is a million dollars. All right. Come so take it. <laughs> you should make it this way. Yes. If somebody listens to the podcast, uh -huh. then they get the money. <laughs> <laughs> uh. They just have to listen. Yes, thank you very much. Okay, now the question becomes, how are we doing on our time? That's another thing we're going to try to be more precise, more concise. Any other sizes you can decide, come up with, we're going to be that. And so we're going to try to keep things a little bit more tight. Uh, so we're going to move on to I, our... I have a question. <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> Since we're talking about this non-existing sponsor, do you have a sponsor that is still existing, the same one as before? Yes, I am. And my question to you is, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, it's true. We haven't heard much music. That's what I'm saying. It's been leaning up against the wall there. Well, you know, I'm a little rusty. If you listen to SK... You might be able to win 20 bucks every week if you are poor enough. Wait a minute. I was I was going somewhere with this. Yes. <laughs> Let me start over we gonna, again. I thought we were going to talk about our old sponsor. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought what we I were going to keep things concise and <laughs> tight. <laughs> Bridal Fitness Coach. You remember Bridal Fitness Coach? I recall. Do you recall? Mm -hmm. Now, we tried to do a commercial once where I was going to interview you about uh -huh. Bridal Fitness Coach. <clears throat> we didn't do that? We Well, it failed. It failed oh. miserably. So I'm going to try it again because you've had a little bit more time to learn about Bridal Fitness Coach. All right. All right. <laughs> it's hard to concentrate with that constant <laughs> din in the background. <laughs> din, din. 
bridal fitness coach. She'll get you in shape. And no muffin top. You know what I was going to say is <laughs> she's really good at making those honey buns stay sweet. <laughs> bridal fitness coach, baby. You know what? I think that's good. All right. So call 415-317-6827. 415-317-6827. You know what? Maybe wanna- Donald Trump should do a commercial for bridal fitness. It's phenomenal. Believe me, if you go to bridal fitness coach, it's going to be phenomenal. How's it phenomenal, Mr. Trump? Look, I've heard good things. These are the good things you hear about bridal fitness coach. She's there. Yes. Yeah, you had something to say. I was just going to say, S.K. Morton's a little edgier this year. He's a little more political. Oh, good on politics. Yeah. Here's what you get from bridal fitness coach. What do you get? Well, you actually, she, she's going to set up a program so that for your day, your big day, we're talking to the brides, of course. Right, right. Your arms are going to look good because somehow that's important. And you're going to fit into your dress and your husband is going to leave you, as you've, as you've told us in the, in the I've, past. You know, I'm very adamant about that. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in shape, girl. He'll leave you. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> all right. But the way she does all this is she actually changes your patterns. She helps you with your nutrition. She uh, t- t- gets you to get your mind, your what? She won't let you wear plaid anymore. She plaid's out. Just forget about plaid. She changes everything. All your patterns will be different. It's yeah. pa- Paisley's all the way. <laughs> They're very slimming. <laughs> that's how she does it. A Paisley wedding dress. That's what. That's, that's probably what, been done. That's what Prince wore. <laughs> so listen all, listen all you tomatoes out there it's your big day you finally snagged a guy <laughs> so how are you going to make it great how are you going to make it phenomenal <laughs> how are you going to make it the best I, I don't know how you're going to call bridal fitness coach ah uh, that's how alright yeah she's the best I've heard wonderful things about her I think she's fabulous yeah and, and, and she's very pretty yeah uh, if she were a man, I'd hire her in a second. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a bride, and you don't need that much. So you call bridal fitness coach, owner trainer Tammy Fox. She'll make you strong and happy and healthy and barefoot and pregnant. And <laughs> But she'll even go beyond that. She'll help you make a commitment to your health and well-being. That's right. Make yes. a commitment. You're going to feel fabulous. But he wouldn't say fabulous. He'd say, you're going to feel phenomenal. Phenomenal. Just absolutely great. He's heard, heard wonderful things. You can stop worrying about fitting into that special dress like the rest of those losers. You'll be provided with a tailor-made <laughs> fitness program that fits your goals, your time frame, and your budget. I don't know if he'd talk about budget. He, w- he would. Okay, I got it. Let me change it. You will pr- be provided with a tailor-made fitness program that fits your goals, your time frame, and your marble columns. <laughs> to make it more convenient, you can be trained at a gym with private access or in your home. It's for the brides, the bridal parties, the grooms. It's everybody. I've heard phenomenal things. It's going to be fantastic. Call 415-317-6827 or go to bridalfitnesscoach.com. Get your free consultation. Bridal Fitness Coach, make a commitment. How's that? All right. Yay. All right, let's do a little transition here. We've been gone for over three months, really. It was only supposed to be three months. But, uh, you know, you have a drink, a couple weeks goes by. (laughs) So uh, what we want to talk about is a bunch of stuff was happening over that over the summer that it was stuff would you ever see something on the news and you go, Oh man, I wish we had the podcast. We could talk about that on the podcast. Yeah. Did that kind of stuff happen? Yeah, you? yeah. Yeah. It did. Can you think of anything specific? Uh well one of them was the the Bruce Jenner thing. Uh you know what? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, we could we could have, you know, a topic about him uh-huh. and Squidge. Her. I have something that's a little more controversial. Yes. More controversial than Bruce Jenner? Yeah. Uh-huh. Chickens on the Bay Bridge. Did you hear about the chickens on the Bay Bridge? Well, one particular chicken on the Bay Bridge. One right? per- yeah. Chip the chicken. Chip. Yeah. Yeah. They can name them. They can't catch them for six hours. <laughs> well. You gotta name them. Didn't you learn anything from Mick? If you can catch a chicken, you can catch Grease Lightning. <laughs> They're hard to catch. Yeah. Hey, yo, Mick, are you yeah. chips on the bridge? <laughs> Did, 
and, and then it turned out that the chicken belonged to the mayor? Yeah, well, a guy who ran for mayor in 2007. He, a guy who ran for mayor, uh, and uh, what was his name? I, I thought think. it was a lady. Well, there were four. That's the other thing. There were four different parties were trying to claim ownership of the chicken. Really? So that means on that that's day. That's a coveted chicken. That means that on that day, four people lost chickens. <laughs> And, on the bridge. And didn't realize it until they heard about it on the news. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a big custody battle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, was there was there anybody like on Grant Street that tried to claim them? <laughs> well, see, <laughs> brought that's a, the thing. Brought a picture of an orange chicken hanging on a window <laughs> instead of that they were tanning at the time. <laughs> well, the guy... The guy Cass was talking about, his name was Ken Houston. He ran for mayor in 2014. Now, that was when uh, the mustache ran, right? That was when he promised he wouldn't and then did? It was uh, He ran for mayor of Oakland, I thought. No, I thought he ran for mayor of... Oh, that would make more sense. I have a question. Yes, of course you do. How did the chicken... Cross the road. Yeah. Yes. Uh, why did the chicken cross the bridge? <laughs> uh, anyways, no, my question is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm entertaining myself on that one. Yes. My question is, is, how did he lose it on the bridge in the first place? Really? Did he explain? He did explain. Do you remember how he explained there, Cass? Uh, the, his chicken cage got turned on its side and he got out while he was bidding a job or something? Yeah, he... Um, on the bridge. He stopped. He was on his way across the way. He stopped at the uh, what's the, the shipyard and he was, said he was checking on a job. And yeah, the, the crate turned over. I'm trying to remember when he figured out that the, the chicken was gone. We all assumed he was in construction. He was at the shipyards checking on a job. He might have been like a hitman or something. <laughs> trying to see if those what those concrete gotta... shoes, are they dry hey, yet? Here, here's my question. Yes. Why was the chicken with him as he was doing well, bids? Here's the thing. Uh, was the chicken jobs. was on his way to an amnesty garden. Yeah, was it? It's called the Stonehurst Edible Schoolyard. <laughs> Now they say I can I can read to you what it says here. The chickens uh, were two of four hens being donated to the schoolyard on behalf of the East Oakland Beautification Council. Ironically, the chicken being the only thing in the yard you weren't supposed to eat. <laughs> exactly. Why are they putting the chickens in there? The edible schoolyard serves as a living laboratory for students at the Esperanza. Isn't that the, the universal language? That's Esperanto. Okay, that's right. The Esperanza Elementary School and the Fred T. Yeah, Discovery Academy. In East Oakland. How do you spell that last name? Yeah, that's a, that's a yeah. rough one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The G is silent. The garden was built five years ago at the, by the Oakland Parks and Recreation. Uh, they host dozens of fruit trees, berry bushes, vegetable plants, and they native host herbs. host fruit trees. They tree. host them. It's a big thing. They get all done up. <laughs> it's a black tie event. <laughs> and they installed a chicken coop six months ago, and they already have five chickens, but they don't say what for. Maybe they're for fighting. Oh, wow, that is so racist. What? Well, Mexicans have cockfights. How do we know he's Mexican? Oh, I was just assuming because you said it was <laughs> the chickens were fighting. <laughs> What's You've heard of circular again? reasoning? That's circular racism. <laughs> <laughs> well, something bad happened. <laughs> that's the, that's the Trump coming out of you again. <laughs> <laughs> not, the Donald. garden provides not only organic fruits and vegetables for school lunches, it also teaches students... Oh, animal husbandry. I thought I was going to say how to cut off it. Look what a chicken does when its head's cut off. <laughs> it it cr creates an environmental connection. Whatever. This is what Houston said when he, he this is when he found the chicken. It was bittersweet. I'm assuming that's a new flavor at Colonel Sanders. <laughs> it's a glaze they had prepared for him. That's right. He says it was bitter because it got out in the first place and sweet. <laughs> Was the mission when the mission was accomplished and we brought with them to the the beauty of being able to pick up the hen and deliver it to the kids. So I think that deserves a little applause for Oh nothing. man. I didn't mean you guys. Yeah, I love chickens on the bridge. But now what's interesting about that is there's okay, you, you, I was you, just gonna say what are they eating the children? What were they eating? <laughs> edible edible children garden. Edible the edible child garden. <laughs> yeah. It's all about edible the commas at this place. Yeah. <laughs> they walk up and just a massacre. What happened? We put the calm on the wrong spot. <laughs> what I was saying was this animal place ranch chicken rescue. At this chicken ranch, it's up in Vacaville. It's called the, uh, what, did we, what was it called? Animal Ranch? 
What was it? Animal Place. They have, at this place, they have 1,300 hens and four roosters. I like those odds. <laughs> they're there because they're useless, you were saying, right? They can't lay eggs or something like right, that? Right, yeah. The chicken place is there as a, as a rescue. They don't who are get they rescuing killed. them They're from? rescuing the people who want to eat them because they're not making eggs anymore. So now they want to eat the chicken, and that's the worst thing you can do with a chicken. Why? Because that's immoral. Oh. But there are a lot of chickens. Yeah, in fact, there's 1,300 chickens at this place. So what do they do? They just take them there, let them die of old age? Well, it's free range. See, they use a lot of words here. I'm thinking, are they really putting them up for adoption? They're actually supposed to be adoption? putting them up. Yes, that's the point. They want to adopt out the chickens. Okay. The 1,800 chickens. Now, my question I mean, they don't is, have, like, social workers to follow up on with you <laughs> that's later. That's what I'm saying. My question <laughs> is, How's it going with little Colin? <laughs> you just, oh, yeah, that didn't work out. <laughs> Can I have another chicken? <laughs> yeah, I want to try again. I have so much love to give. <laughs> he ran away. He ran away. My, my question is, do they racially profile the adopters? Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have to. You can only get chickens within your own culture. Yeah. You can't have a Rhode Island Red getting yeah. raised by some... Quick, think of a different type of chicken. There aren't any other types of chickens. <laughs> so anyway, if someone wants to apply to adopt, you can't just adopt the chicken, you need to apply. Well, they got to wow. come out and do a home inspection. That's right. <laughs> Make sure it's a good I mean, how are you going to support this chicken? This is... <laughs> this is... We may save the hens from death, but our adopters are the real heroes. Aww. They give each hen a life of love and compassion. Aww. Even better, many reduce their consumption of animal products. <laughs> I bought one less chicken that week. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on to say that uh, they stop buying eggs commercially and start feeding eggs back to the birds. As a way to help these hens recover calcium lost from laying eggs. So they take basically eggs. Here's I I have a question for this. Do chickens lay eggs? Yes. I'm almost sure they do. So when you buy eggs in a carton where they have a dozen, do chickens lay those eggs? Yes. I don't understand the question. How do they get the chickens to sit that close together is my question. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there was one other animal story. That um, it, it hit home for me. Really? Mountain lions in San Francisco. Yeah. Again, the same the same rumor again. Well, this was ba- it wasn't a rumor. This was back was back this summer. It, there was four or five sightings. This has always turned out to be a coyote. They had a picture in this one though. They actually had surveillance because it, it went into sea cliff. Oh, coyote shaped cougar. <laughs> You know, I I have a friend who's a coyote. (laughs) (laughs) The the end of June and beginning of July, they actually had footage because it made the mistake of making its way into Seacliff. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. But he was wearing a hoodie. So, (laughs) but the first one they saw, the first sighting was in Daly City. You know, just on the outskirts, like down by Juniper Serra. Right. And that was on the 29th. Then it moved its way up into where they all go, which is the Presidio and Lincoln Park. That's when it went up into Seacliff, and that's where they got a photograph of it. Then there was another one, and this is the one that got me all excited. Goff and Eddie. Yeah. Really? Just a couple blocks from my house. Wow. How did you get all the way in there? Well, apparently there there weren't enough coyotes to eat in Presidio. You know, actually, depending on how he made his way through the Presidio, you could come out... Of the Presidio pretty close to there. Absolutely. Like by the Lion Steps. Yeah. And Maybe that's the, where they got their name. Yeah. And then finally, on the way back down into Lake, by Lake Merced, was the last sighting, and that was on July 3rd. So I just think yeah. it's cool. It was in my neighborhood, you know, on Cathedral yeah. Hill, so uh, that's why I wanted to mention it. I don't so really do have you, else to do say you go them. for walks at night now? Yeah, because the thing is, they're, now, they only go after joggers. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm not a jogger. SK's not a jogger. What are you trying to say? It's a walking tour. Is what I'm trying to say. It's the San Francisco walking tour. People, that's one more reason when you come to San Francisco, you buy the lousy walking tour because you won't get by a. That's right, and you certainly won't have to go at a fast pace. Yeah. All right. Good. <laughs> What 
about human interest? Any human interest this summer? Anyone think of? I'm not really interested Nothing? in humans. No? No. <laughs> what about urine? My and what? <laughs> you're an eight. Nah, I'm kidding. You're a ten. Yeah. Okay, the big problem, and, and Shantuan, you know about this because you used to live in the loin. I, I do. Uh, the urinating on the walls. Yeah. Now, would you say that's the biggest problem in a tenderloin, or would that be in, let's say, the top five? Not Definitely not number not one. Number, one. That number two would be number, number one. one. <laughs> <laughs> well, they think they've got the solution. This summer they came up. With a coating to put over the walls uh-huh. that shoots, uh, I'll just be, I'll be coarse about this. It shoots the pee back onto you. The coating on the wall shoots pee, pee on, on you. you. When, when someone urinates Wait, on the wall. In other words, it doesn't stick. It bounces it back. It bounces back and sprays. It doesn't have like little water cannons. Right, right. That'd be cool though. <laughs> <laughs> but it bounces back off and it hits you in your pants and your shoes. Like, that's going to be a problem for them. Seriously. That is exactly <laughs> the first thing that went through my mind. The people who are <laughs> urinating publicly already have it all over yeah. their clothes. Actually, I think that when they hit the wall, it's like one out of ten that they, you know, did it in time to not do it in their pants. Yeah. Uh, that's good. You have, a, you have a song for that? I may have a song for that. <laughs> Let me try. Let me try this again, cause I I'm too rusty, and I'm starting to think of Pete. Yeah, he's, Pete will be here to cover for you when you're not here. He's a replacement Shantuan. Yeah, is yeah, what he is. Yeah. You don't well, get to be called Pete if you're listening to the podcast. You're not Pete. You're thought, replacement Shantuan. You'll be sitting in the Shantuan chair, just like the Coco chair. I made this mine. Well, you did make it yours, and we had to put in a, 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 a splash shield. We had to put a covering, a coating on it to make everything splash yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say that. Oh, I'm sorry. And, you know, before you put the coating on it, I'm a pee on this, and then I'm a, Pete could have it. I'm a pee on this. I'm a pee on this. Okay. That was it. <laughs> what about grub steak? Well, he's going to try to do a song. No, no, go ahead. Go, go, go. Are you working on your pee song? Okay. I'm going to work on my pee song while you guys go. Okay, well, what about... Okay, now, La Boulange closed down. Didn't it get absorbed into uh, Starbucks? Like, they bought it. Starbucks bought it. Started selling their stuff in Starbucks's. Yes. And then... But they kept the La Boulanges open. Starbucks owned the La Boulanges, and they kept them open for a short amount of time. This summer, they started closing them down. Which made a lot of us think. Of course, well, I thought in the beginning when they bought them out, I thought they're not going to keep keep them open. Right. I thought they were buying them to get rid of their competition, which they did. Right. Well, the guy who owns La Boulange, Pascal Rigo, he's confirmed that he's reopening La, Bou- a La Boulange-like bakery. The name is going to be called La Boulangerie de San Francisco. Did I say that with the right accent? De San Francisco. La Boulangerie? You got one on the Deleche, you got one on the Esquierda. And then? And then he's going to have some more Boulangers. Okay. So he's opening up in uh, Hayes Valley, Cole Valley, the Fillmore, Union Street, Noe Valley. Um, I think the first one's up, the one on Pine. Yes. On Pine. What? That's in the Fillmore district. That's gonna be the first one he's opening up this week, coming oh, up. Re-opening. reopening. Yeah, same yeah. location. Oh, that's so it's not an issue anymore. Everything's okay now. There's nothing, no problems in San Francisco with closings, except except Grubstake. Except Grubstake. Now something right before Grubstake happened, uh, Tommy's joint sold. But there, it's still going to be Tommy's joint. That's though, right? right. The guys said we just, they're just selling. We're going to keep Tommy's joints. Yeah. Be all the same one. Like why wouldn't you? It's, it's right. a successful place. It's going to continue to be a successful place. Exactly. Are they going to clean it? <laughs> no, they're going to keep. Might it exactly. wash off the success. <laughs> they're going <laughs> to. <laughs> they're going to keep exactly as it was. But there was another. So right after that story, that was this. In fact, I think that was before we went to our break. The grub steak got sold with the same story. And the guys who bought it, their names were Nick Pigot, P-I-G-O-T-T. Pigot. Okay. <laughs> Time to click. Gonna, so yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. I would like to know if SK is bothered by the fact that Grubstake is going. Yeah. Here's Let me just say. So they said the same thing. They bought it. They said, we're going to keep it exactly. I'm trying to find the exact words they used because they said nothing is going to change. I think change. they said something to the effect of Grubstake will still be Grubstake or something. You know what? Let they, the they, animals have it. <laughs> 
I'm upset. Nothing is going to change what they said, meaning everything is going to change. Right. They said, we're going to keep Grubstake the way it is. They sold it. Everything's going along, but it turns out there have been plans uh, put like into the building department yeah, plans. to so, tear it yeah. down and build up a, a building of condominiums. The point being, we're going to lose Grubstake. Right. And you want to know how I feel about it? Yeah. I don't like that. But why? Because I like going to Grub. Because I'll tell you why. Thursday nights, there's sometimes I want to go out and it's going to be late and I got to be. Eat, gotta, I don't want to have to finish by 10 p.m. No, I, I understand that. And they have milkshakes. Yeah, but Grubstake was okay. Grubstake was okay, but it was open real late. Right. A lot of stuff in that neighborhood is changing. Yes. Does that bother you just for, for the fact that it's. Like, do you feel like ownership in Grubstake? Everyone's all upset about it because it's all it's the late night hangout for that neighborhood. But it's also though it's got the car, you know, the train car. It's built in the train car. Right. It's got some some character to it. That's true, but it's it is also a business, and if its best use is condominiums, so well everything's best use is an amusement park. So you're off there. Yes, yes. So what are fun. you really mad about? That the fact that they sold it, they said everything's going to stay the same, and all yeah. of a sudden there's no transvestite hookers there. Yeah, that, that that's actually probably. You, I think <laughs> not <laughs> to put too fine a point on it, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I, I think. I guess what I'm saying is, are, do you feel like the the people who are frustrated the city's changing, or do you feel like, yeah, that's why the city's fun in the first place because are, cities yeah. change. I go back and forth on that because the city's always changed. And right. People, I mean, before people, it was Grubstake, it was something. Yeah, it was a train car. That was no tracks. That, that, yeah. that train car builder didn't think it through. <laughs> That's right. He got all done. He's like, well, I guess we could sell hamburgers or something. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he, no. was a, he was a track speculator. <laughs> <laughs> deal went wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I'm not happy about it. I can't really tell you why. I'm just, of course, everything. The things are closing down. I mean, uh, ride the ducks. Is that going too? That's gone. Really? Yeah. Did it I sink or go out of business? Well, no, it it went out of business in San Francisco because you can't drive and give the tour at the same time now. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so they closed like, down. It's like. But up in Seattle, just last week, they had a big wreck. Four people died. They had a wreck in Cincinnati. Um, they're not doing well. And well, maybe it was dangerous. Yeah, well, yeah, they're, they're and they're playing, they're playing music. They're quacking the ducky thing. They're, but that's really beside the point because it's my competition. And no, oh, you know, sorry, you know, that's Bye. one more reason to buy the San Francisco, the go on San Francisco lousy walking tour. Yes, because then if if you don't, your other option is to die. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't take your life in your hands. Yeah. Take S.K. Morton's tour. Take S.K. Morton. <laughs> We're He'll probably just going to sit stuff. down. You know, <laughs> where you'll only be bored to death. <laughs> <laughs> so there is one other thing before we finish up here. Actually, really? Were we that close? No, I mean, yeah. Um, Shouldn't there have been there's some funny bits in here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one thing that I know. It's got two things. Shantuan's got to love this. The Taco Bell with the serving alcohol down by the ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. They're serving tequila what and kind Taco of, Bell. What, what kind of alcohol goes with Taco Bell? I, the well, only thing I can think of would be uh, beer. It's something, something that'll make you throw up faster. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's get you going be, from both ends. Yeah. It's got to be Jose Cuervo or something so that you can get that stuff out of your stomach quick. Actually, there's one other Taco Bell that serves alcohol. It's in Chicago. And they serve all sorts of stuff. They like mix rum with the Baja Blast Mountain Dew and all sorts of stuff. And apparently it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But San Francisco's is only going to have beer and wine. What? So they won't be making mixed drinks. Only Taco Bell and Only wine? having beer and wine? Yeah, I know. It doesn't seem right. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't so even sound like I have the Mexican pizza <laughs> and a glass of Chardonnay, please. <laughs> <laughs> They could have like a little pairings menu. Yeah. <laughs> it's very fruity. It's very fruity. He, he's making fun of it. He'll be there tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's sure. not hard to predict. It's yeah. Taco Bell, and it'll be nighttime. Yeah. I'm there every night. <laughs> so that's 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 we're losing we're losing grub steak, but we're gaining vino at Taco Bell. Oh wow. Yep. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. I wonder if there's a song in there somewhere. The clash of uh, what? <laughs> Yes, yes. Very sexy. <laughs> well, then, then let, let's do a transition then. Yeah. Okay. 
Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're on a different topic. Something very important. When and it? there's really no reason for us to be asking for money, considering how it's gone tonight. However, if you want to support us, charity. We'll take charity. We'll take charity. If you want to help us out, if you want to help out the podcast before we've got the Patreon going, before we've got uh, everything going, let's try to monetize this thing. Try to monetize <laughs> Woo, that's quite a word for what you're doing here. <laughs> Shantuan's got to cross a bridge now, so I got to I got to pay a toll to be here. That's people. right. We got to cover this toll, and you know how you can do it when you're shopping at Amazon. Leave the page. Go to go to skmorton.com. The very cover, the front page has a button for Amazon. You press that Amazon.com. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping. You buy what you like. You never have to think about anything else, and they're going to give us a portion of what you spend. It's very simple. You can support the show that way. Maybe we'll get better. Maybe it'll be entertaining. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. The odds of people using your Amazon button and the odds of it getting better are exactly the same. <laughs> do I got to cry? Please. <laughs> Please, S.K. Morton, press the Amazon button. Shop. Help us. Thank you. That's the end of that commercial. S.K. Yes, sir. It gets better. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, should, we're expecting someone in at any moment. We were expecting Squidge. Squidge. But instead, look who came in. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey, Babbitt. Yeah. Hi, sweetheart. Here, okay. I, I'm not, I don't want to mess with your microphone. You might yell at me. How's it going? <laughs> what have I missed? Uh, what have you missed? We could hear you through the whole show. <laughs> I thought I wasn't here. You weren't supposed to be. <laughs> you were talking to us what? and serving drinks. And <laughs> well, at least I'm participating and being yeah. supportive. So why did you feel the need to lie when you moved yeah. from that chair to that chair? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been here the whole time. <laughs> The throng would like to know. Don't tell oh, she just did one of my songs. <laughs> she said, uh, well, let's see. You know what we tried to do tonight, sweetie? What? We did a very poor job. We tried to make it a what I did on my, my summer vacation. Uh, really? You never said that. You never said that. <laughs> didn't we? No. That's because we didn't do anything. No wonder this didn't work out. <laughs> I know, right? I was calling my summer, my summer vacation. It didn't work out. I had a ton of stuff to say about that. Yeah. yeah. so anyway uh why don't we talk about your summer what summer let's talk (laughs) about your summer take me anywhere (laughs) i never get to do anything so you have a lot of opportunity to what you did here in san francisco yes and work babette has been touring hospitals all over (laughs) this is true hey are you a killer? Because <laughs> everyone she knows has been in the hospital That's this right. summer. I'm Angela Lansbury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's compiling, compiling information for her crime thriller to start writing. I've been using so much hand sanitizer, my hands are dry. Hey, maybe that's what it is. What what is? Why my hands have been dry. Hand sanitizer. Has anyone else been having problems with dry skin this summer? Have Anybody? You met us? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm always flaky. So you have, you have, you have. Okay, so, so just, so I have been experiencing unusually dry skin, and so I've been asking around the different people, and we've come up with that it's because of the drought. We Air have not had any you, you said you you've been talking to people, and you've come up with that. I've been talking to other people, and we've come to the conclusion are, that the reason why our skin is sure are, any of these, dry, are any of these other people dermatologists? <laughs> Or real? (laughs) Upon what is their conclusion based? Well, I'll tell you this. I did a study. And then I did an experiment. I'd like to hear about this. So so I was talking to various women. First I hypothesized. (laughs) Could it be this? And then I did an experiment. Yes, I think it is that. And then I drew a conclusion. It was that. That's 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 very scientific of Babette. Well, well, so, Congratulations, so, Babette. So it's been really dry, and my skin's been really dry, and so we determined that it was because of the drought. 
So here again, I, you, I, I it just feels like given. we just blew past something. <laughs> that's a given, to, all right? Who is we? I went to some lady friends of mine. We did an experiment. We went mm. to the Kabuki Baths. Uh-huh. You know what that is? The Kabuki <laughs> Baths. That's in Japan town. In Japan town, I love the Kabuki. But for twenty five dollars, you can stay for as long as you want, and they have a dry sauna, steam room, a cold plunge pool, and a and a warm pool. <coughs> anyway, we stayed there for a couple of hours. It got completely hydrated, and then moisturized, and then my skin yeah. wasn't dry anymore. Anyway, all I know is that I've been going to the dry to the sauna lately. Yes. The steam room, and my skin isn't as dry. I'm feeling more moisture. Well, when you're in the sauna, it's not as dry. But when I no, I'm I'm my skin's better. All right. This is what happens when you don't take me anywhere for the summer. If you took me to Hawaii, I wouldn't be. Or Cancun. Oh, you know, I forgot to do that. Yeah. Yeah. What with all the money the podcast has been making, you didn't take her to Hawaii? I know, right? <laughs> I've been hoarding. So so this is season two. Yeah, and you, and you maybe. Took a, and maybe, you t- maybe next week starts season two. Maybe next two. week. Okay. Well, if you decide to do it this week. You took a break between season one and season two. Yes. During that break, you were supposed to do a lot of tours. What happened on your tours? <laughs> Tell us what happened on the tour. What highlights can you give us? Um, I had some really good tours, but I had my first bad tour. Ooh, let's hear that. <laughs> well, I don't know if I want to say that. Come on. Come on. Come on. Was it your fault or was it the people's fault? It well, it should always be fault. considered my fault. You know, you, it sounds like it was the people's fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it people's to me, it sounds it like was, the... It was just I couldn't figure out why they chose my tour. They had no interest in the city. They had no interest in any of my stories. They had no interest in laughing. They had no, they had no interest in anything that we were doing. Where were they from? Where were they from? Um... I think they were from Southern California, San Diego area. Um, no, it was a little. Uh, it was. Uh, it was actually, I think, in the L.A. metro area. And how do they? How do they find your tour? Um, they read reviews on Yelp. They went to Yelp. I had good reviews on Yelp. Or so, was it really a bad tour, or did you just not feel good about? it? Well, it was. Like, you they, know what? Did they bad Yelp you? No, they didn't. It's interesting because it felt a lot like it did tonight. <laughs> that I was trying but I just wasn't getting the response were you uh, messing with your microphone and making a weird noise (laughs) (laughs) during the tour during the tour it's interesting you say that maybe that was the problem or did you stop like several times and started loading Uh, (laughs) he was buffering (laughs) buffering. the the people were like what is he doing I just walked around in a circle (laughs) all right we're back on people let's do this So and, I, and then I started. What one thing I have I did this summer uh, with the tours is I um, added to the legs we already have. You know I've been working on doing some other tours, but I also wanted to make sure the tours that I had were not getting stale. And I know other people aren't taking them, so it's all new for them. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want it to be stale for me, and I also wanted to have options, which turned out well because in some cases we had people who couldn't go upstairs, and so I found alternate routes. Each leg now has alternate routes past some new sites that I've been talking, telling people about. Where am I going with this? We were asking why your bad tour was bad. Yeah. And then oh, you, you switched yeah, to so, the good tour. W- so with that, so when I came upon them, I maybe thought, his, okay. Maybe his tours are bad because he can't stay on point. I, th- yeah. <laughs> I threw out the stuff that I thought that I could see. They clearly weren't really interested in history. Uh, <laughs> why take a tour? Well, I, that's what I thought. But I thought, well, maybe they want to see sites. So I took them to things that I thought were cool. I took them to some rooftop popos. Uh, privately owned public open spaces. Uh, I took them down into the tunnel. Um, I took them to things that you I a lot. You lo- mean the one at the um on in Jackson Square on on yeah the tunnel on. at the um the Hippodrome. Sorry. Yeah, down at the Hippodrome. I took them under that tunnel, and I even took them out to the Hyatt Regency <laughs> so they could see the lobby, Babbitt the atrium. Babbitt plans to kill some people in that tunnel. <laughs> Maybe I already Babbitt did. Babbitt has. <laughs> and uh, what happened? And it just didn't it didn't grab them. So. But what? Why would you say that it didn't grab them? Like, what was their reaction? They would talk among themselves and not look at any of the stuff that I was pointing to. Yeah, I don't think uh, this they was would you. wander away yes, from me. This <laughs> is the thing is, you know, I'm pretty critical of you. I, you know, yeah, I know. <laughs> you might have picked that up. Where's, I don't think this was you. I think this was these people. Were they speaking yeah. a different language? No, they were. They were red. No, I think American. they were just not interested people. 
Yeah, yeah when he I, came I, home, that's what I told him. I, I don't think it was him either. One time we had a visitor uh, and a bunch of friends. We took him to the Exploratorium, and he was totally unimpressed. Yeah. No, I mean, the Exploratorium's kind of for kids, but he couldn't find anything to look at. In the exploratory. Exploratory. Right. I'm like, well, you know what? what? Is there this is not here? my fault. Yeah. <laughs> this is on you. So that actually is what I took away from this summer's uh, tours. I had a bad one, tour. One bad tour. Well, I didn't say one. You, that, but it was, I think, I agree with KS. It was not a bad tour. I said well the done. same thing when you came right. home. It was the people. You did a good job. It's you the children who are wrong. It's the children. Right. <laughs> you know, as a, as a tour guide myself. Yes. I did thousands of tours. Yes, and they were hundreds were bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just part of the tour. Sometimes people come and they're hungover. Next thing you know, they're in a fight, but they still want to take the tour, or they're just you know whatever getting to know the city. That's what they wanted to do, and you know not really interested in. Am I too loud? Am I no. screaming? In your no, head? you're good. You're good. Didn't you also say sure? that there were ladies on this tour that were trying to get to a, a bar? They were, no, that yeah. was a different tour. The tour oh, okay. was good. Just there was a group. There was a group. There was a large group of about twelve or fourteen. Three of them, you know, it was, it was a, a group of little smaller groups, and three of them were just interested in, in getting drunk, and they they ended up bailing <laughs> halfway into the tour. They they asked me about where the good bars were. I told them and never saw them again. Well, see, so you did a good job. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't yeah. worried about yeah. that one. But um, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That was I was. What other insecurities do you have? Sudiel's <laughs> going through my stuff over here. She's looking for that 20 bucks. She's, she's like, I thought you said we were quitting here in a couple minutes. She's looking for that clue. <laughs> so, I thought the end of the show was supposed to be about me. It is about you. <laughs> it was. Well, then why are we talking about you? Because of Shantuan. I want to tell you about that. something. What was your biggest failure this summer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us, besides mm, bad skin. SK's bad tour. <laughs> oh, that was funny. That wasn't funny at all. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that was mean. So racist. <laughs> okay, let's go with Did that. Did you take up any new hobbies? I did. What was your new hobby? Chess. Chess, really? Chess. I just took it up as of yesterday. Uh, at the park? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like gambling and stuff? I Yeah, no. so... so um, no. I had someone. She saw the trailer for the Bobby Fisher movie. <laughs> I had someone like, I years ago this try to teach chess, me chess, chess, and I wasn't very interested. I thought it was boring, and I never wanted to play it again. Just like SK's tour. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, I was at some friend's house, and they have a little boy. He's nine years old, and he kept bringing out his chess set and wanted me to play with him. And I kept saying, absolutely not. I'm not playing with this chess. I don't want to play chess. And he insisted. And so I said, okay, I tell you what, if you teach me how to play chess, then I will play a game with you. And he taught me how to play chess. We had so much fun. We played for three hours. Did you win? Of course I won. So he let you win? No. I beat him. This is the thing. <laughs> he was a, nine. This is the thing. The thing is he, now, with him, he taught me how to play, but what I discovered was that he had his own rules. So how do you know you know how to play? I pulled up Google, and I had to Google all the the chess pieces because he had the pawns moving all over the place. They could go up, down, side to side, diagonal. They so could do all kinds of things. So I had to- Maybe they were elite pawns. They, they were, were like elite They were like SWAT pawns. <laughs> so anyway, it's my new favorite thing. I downloaded a chess app on my tablet. I was up till 2 in the morning playing chess. Well done. So exciting. I love chess. Do you play chess? Nope. I do. Yeah, he you does. You do? Yeah. <gasps> we should totally play chess. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited about it. I wonder how long this will be my new hobby. I'm very excited. I'm very well-rounded. <laughs> this, this this rounds me out. I'm trying to figure out what your man in your six is laughing at. Wh which joke? Because <laughs> there was three jokes came out in short succession, and then there was a little delay, and then he started laughing. <laughs> so it's one of those three. Uh, All right. Well, I'm yeah. sorry your show failed. Uh, me too. I'm but I don't think it's suck. anybody's fault. <laughs> it's the audience's fault. That's right. <laughs> it's the audience. Not the audience who's here. It's the the home listener. They're the ones that are really to blame yeah. for this. <laughs> They're the this ones abomination. to blame. You know, for supporting this abomination. Uh, if you guys keep uh, downloading. You know what it is? It's hot in here. Yeah, Maybe right. that's why. Yeah, you need an AC <laughs> so or something hot. up in here, man. This is a real bomb shelter. There's no air circulating. It keeps the comedy snuggly. <laughs> Doesn't it? It just puts <laughs> people to sleep. You know what? I quit. I'm, I'm tired of down. snuggling. I think it's time for us to go home. I'm tired. SK, it's time to go home. <laughs> okay, let's go home. I left my home. 
San Francisco. Okay, well, that was arduous. Uh, but I do want to thank everyone who was here. KS? Yeah. You came alive near the end. That was good. Yeah. I have to bang my head on the wall a little bit. Shantuan, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I, I wanted it to be special tonight, your last night. And I'm I sorry, man. I'm sorry. We I'm sorry about the music. We got the cupcakes, yeah. You know, you know what? I think Pete will be a good, a good season. That was very nice of you. That was. Yeah. That's I good. think Pete, Pete, if you're listening. Money. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> SK had to cut that part out, Pete. <laughs> you're, 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 you're still president of music, and he has to answer to you about that. Thank you. Okay, Susie L, thank you for doing the intro. The audience, give yourselves a round of applause for being adequate. And for everyone listening, thank you for getting through to the end. Um, please tell everyone about this show. Not this particular episode, but tell them about the show. Have them listen. Uh, write to skmortonpodcast at gmail. Um, like us, follow us, do the whole thing. We're going to try to do better next week. Chip. Uh, and uh, Chip to chicken. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. San Francisco, your golden sun will shine for me. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. That's my phone. That's okay. It might be my mom again. Yeah. She still calls <laughs> <Is> me. <your> mom? <laughs> That's mom's one. You picked up that sheet of paper right there with the yellow on it. Yes. And then you built it up and to I, nothing. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Here's a yes. The audience over there, what? none of them were laughing. They're sleeping right now. Uh, one's doing her taxes. It's... <laughs> it just, I thought the end of the show was supposed to be about me. I'm so excited about it. I wonder how long this will be my new hobby.